I am Erin and this is Abby. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. We have a special guest with us. Please welcome Billy Eunice. <laughs> Billy grew up in Adelaide's northeast suburbs and was a passionate Aussie rules player. Although he was very interested in the arts, Billy did suffer a lot of abuse at school and at home and these trying circumstances led Billy to commence work at the age of 14. By the time he left home at 16, Billy commenced his first fitness business at 17 years of age. Joined the army at 20 for six years to then return to his main passion and launched UFIT on the Gold Coast. We are thrilled and very privileged to have Billy join us today. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Absolute pleasure, Abby. Thank you for having me. So we're really excited to get started on your story, Billy. So please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, so my name is Billy. I'm the fitness director at UFIT Training, a studio on the Gold Coast. Our basic mission is to provide athletic functional training to the general population without causing harm and a focus on longevity of the body. What drew you to health and fitness industry, Billy? The second time around, so uh, after I left Army, it was just I went back into the fitness industry because the only thing I was qualified to do and then saw how broken it was. So was going to try and do my best to try and fix it, um, especially up here on the Gold Coast. It's a very superficial industry, which and rightfully so for a lot of the industries that do tend to thrive up here. But yeah, I just wanted to do something that had a little bit more meaning. It was a little bit deeper. So. Amazing. I love that. So when you're talking about longevity with the bodies, obviously we work with a lot of dancers. Like what is your main sort of like philosophy on longevity? I think it's about proper prehab, to be honest. It's about mm. setting yourself up the right way, um, making sure your body is in a good condition before you start to introduce it into exercise. I think many of us get caught in the hype of just jumping straight into exercise. And when we get the endorphin relief, we start to feel really good. Or when we start to lose those kilos, we start to feel really good. But we're not paying attention to the kind of exercise we're doing and how what the long-term effects may be and what the detriment might be long-term if we do just go in there and start smashing it. So by doing the correct prehab, getting mobile with our body, understanding how our body moves, we can then exercise accordingly for it and get a better result. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's not just about the aesthetics of what training gives you, but mm. you're, you're about the functionality of how your body moves. And a lot of our dancers train um, at UFIT. We have a great partnership with you guys. And we're obviously very passionate that they are conditioning their bodies in the right way so they can have long, successful careers as performers. How do they go working with, you know, in the context of how you guys train? It is challenging at times, obviously coming from the arts and, and being in one of those industries where it is all about the aesthetics. Yeah. But I think over time, they do start to understand it when they see the, the guys that have been training with us for, you know, six, eight months now, they do start to see, hey, now I'm starting to see the change, but I'm not injured every single day or yeah. I can dance for six, eight hours a day, like particularly full timers. And then I can still go to the gym just because my body's being conditioned correctly. So it's tough at the start because they want to come in and, and lose six kilos in the first month. Yeah, that's uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like I, it, I love it. I yeah. train there, obviously. Abby goes to UFIT and she's constantly talking about, oh, I've got to do this mobility, like with my- But it's crazy, yeah, because I think we come from such a, a background of like, you need to smash your body and yes. you need to do this and, that old and when culture. we're just like casually doing mobility stuff, I'm like, okay. Yeah, Abby gets really oh, sore like, from that. Yeah, I'm like, show like, me, show, show me some of these upper, upper back exercises. I guess because we sometimes, you know, have days where we have long days behind desk. Yeah, and I guess it's that upper back and neck and your, and your posture. 
postures are, are getting more impacted on people working long office hours these days. So yeah, it's great to kind of have trainers who really are invested in your invested well, health and well-being. And well-being. Yeah. And I think it's so important too, like something that I love about it is you don't feel like I know I've been to many gyms and it's definitely something is, you know, performing artists, we've grown up with that stigma of like, you know, having to work extremely hard and smash your bodies and all that kind of thing. I think what I love about it is there's no expectation and that you can walk in and feel like you've accomplished something after each session and not feel inadequate or not feel like you have to be the best in the class. Or yeah, like well, everyone's working probably on lift the heaviest goals. or Yeah, I really like that that's the environment you've created. It's really awesome. I'm really interested, Billy, because you do mention that you were really interested in the arts growing up. Mm. So is this something that you wanted to pursue? And in the arts, like what in particular, was it singing, dancing, acting? Do you have hidden talents we don't know do about? <laughs> no, unfortunately, no talents or, or none that have been mastered anyway. Um, yeah, had dynamite been around the corner back home in Lobry, yes. I, who knows? I would have found a way to get there. But yeah, so um, initially it was choir. So oh, joined, wow. Yeah, so it started off with singing and then, yeah, family reasons just wasn't allowed to do it. And then I got suspended by my music teacher because she was like, you have a beautiful voice, you need to sing. So she just completely she turned around on me. You. <laughs> she punished you for it. Oh, yeah, she should have um, snuck you in and gave you singing lessons on the side. I know that's what I would have thought. So I'm pretty disappointed about that. And then it was more along the lines of acting as I started to you know hit grade five and to the point where Mr. Ma, our drama teacher, designed the Wakakiri. I'm not sure if you guys yeah, have that. Wakakiri, yeah, Wakakiri, yeah, yeah. So he designed Wakakiri in uh, was that 2004? I reckon it was 2003. He designed it that year for me to be the lead role. And it was like a love story between an indigenous boy and the Australian settlers coming in. And yeah, so he designed that. And then I was, yeah, I pulled out. Wait, yeah, I wasn't allowed to do it. Such so a shame. Couldn't do that. But a couple of years later, a family friend did talk my dad into it. So I got to play in one of the Wakakiri roles. It was great fun. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. I'm like, there's got to be footage of that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. There probably would be, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So why is health and well-being so important to you guys at UFIT? I think just understanding the impact that that can have on someone's life, just in general, like understanding, like I, I know a lot of people that, you know, uh, particularly through sports that have injuries, but just in general, life that are hitting their 40s and 50s and they're not mobile mm -hmm. they can't do the yeah. simple things and for me personally growing up with a dad that couldn't kick the footy with me couldn't run around and stuff like that I kind of swore that I would never be like that yeah. I always wanted to be fit and healthy throughout my entire life but playing sports and you know obviously a career in the military that at times was you know very physically demanding and that's worn down my body as well so I was like wow I'm 27 like my body should not be breaking down yeah, yeah no absolutely <laughs> so, there's no hope for any of yes. right so that's probably the, the key. Um, and then just the mental health aspects. Um, yeah. yeah. Myself having suffered from a lot of mental health issues, like most of us have these days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've found it's definitely helped, you know, look after that area of my life and for a lot of clients that I work with as well. Yeah. So, so awesome. Love so, it. what has been your biggest obstacle in your life and how have you overcome that in order to live that, the life that you want? I think the biggest obstacle is probably having to discharge from defense. I was never really happy. I don't consider myself a soldier boy. I don't like taking orders. I like to allow my creative side to, express itself and I like to express myself in many different ways. So being in an institution where everyone has to conform, uh, it wasn't my thing, but I stuck at it because it was comfortable and, you know, having had the experiences that I'd had when I was younger, I was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to stick this out. So I wrote it for probably two years 
longer than I needed to. But coming out of that and trying to decide what I was going to do, how I was going to make life work because I pretty much left defense with no skills. So that was probably hard. The hardest part of that um, biggest obstacle is adapting to, I guess, readapting or yeah, getting myself set for civilian life again. Yeah, right. You don't realize how intense it is, I think, yes. being in military. Was there anything that you took away from that experience, like some life lessons or anything like that, that you really went, you know what, I'm going to take that away from this experience? I think definitely resilience is definitely one of the key ones. But like, I guess just that the ability to just ad- adapt to any ad- adversity that you see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like fighting through and just getting stuff done. Uh, that's probably the biggest one. And just, yeah, being very flexible in the way I approach things. But what an important lesson in life to learn. You know what I mean? Like adversity and being able to face anything and be able to overcome it is a huge lesson in life for anyone to be able to overcome. That's awesome. Do you have any tips or advice you would like to give others to improve their well-being to bring out their best self? Like if it's just like three things or some low-hanging fruit tips that you can provide someone who might be wanting to improve their well-being? Definitely. Um, in, in terms of physically, emotionally, mentally, how do you mean? All of the above. Yeah, if, somebody, <laughs> if someone came to you and said, okay. where do I start I just want to get healthier yeah because obviously you touch base with clients that are all so unique Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. not one client is the same like obviously you have you know we our students they're dancers and you know athletes and then you've got you know footballers that you train and then you've got mums that you train yeah and some people I guess me that wouldn't know where to (laughs) wouldn't know where to start (laughs) (laughs) so pretty much just in terms of what we say for most clients when they come in step one is to move yeah okay so get yourself moving so if you're stuck at home in a rut if you're not doing things if you're working to just get the body moving you just get that heart rate up by 15 beats per minute or more mm-hmm. yeah for 15 to 30 minutes that's all it takes that'd be step one in terms of step two and nutrition 100 percent. it's just about eating vegetables like when you walk into a like the supermarkets tell you what to eat yep. like you walk straight through like into a shopping center you head down at coles down the road what's the first thing you see veggies <laughs> i love it so fruits and veggies so yeah. the universe is telling you what you should eat so with all the clients i do tell them that big part of your trolley should be filled up mm-hmm. in that first section of the shopping yeah. center yeah. and yeah. that little part at the very front that you have that there is for the aisles so yeah good hey i like that yeah and it's just so simple when that yeah. is i know when you break it down it is simple. <laughs> yeah you just go yep i've got to get all my fruit some of us take just a little longer to get on, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> get on and I, have heard, I have heard ideas like based on something similar of walking you know shopping the perimeter of the supermarket not necessarily yeah. going down the aisles because mm-hmm. that's where most of your package and processed foods would be yeah. but to hit like you know your perishable sections your fruit and veg and yeah and the deli really smart. yeah you just walk the perimeter 100%. i like it get those cardio walking lots around the supermarket <laughs> yeah i love it what would your third one be you've got move you've got like nourish yeah what would your third tip be find time for yourself Mm. I think we all, for whatever excuse that we have, we neglect that time for ourselves that we need. And yeah, I know just something as simple as going to the beach completely revitalized me, just getting in the salt water. And I just look back, I'm like, I haven't done that in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, It's 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 just simple things that don't even cost anything. I know. You're just like, I I can't believe I don't do this every day. (laughs) Yeah. So, and that's, that'd be the third thing. So find find that time for yourself. Like it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be hours. It doesn't have to be days, but I think we underrate how much better we perform in every area of our life if we did have those couple of hours to ourselves totally absolutely yeah and that rest and recovery i mean it's so important for life and fitness and Mm. just even when we're working with young talent preventing injuries it's time for yourself rest and recover it's okay to not to just breathe and just be take time out yeah 
I love that. So what's next for you, Fit? What's on the what's on the horizon? What do you got planned? At the moment, just building a really good culture, really good up to almost 150 members now. So it's amazing. That's awesome. Plan is to double that by the end of the year. And then from there, sort of make a decision about we kind of want to maintain that quality. So we don't want a franchise. That's not really in our big plan vision. It's something that we've thought about, obviously delivering that kind of training to as many people as we possibly can. Then that comes in with finding other like-minded people, you know. Yes. And as you guys can imagine, that can sometimes we be. Building the right team. Yeah. So it's all about building the right team. And and we've got some excellent trainers down down there at the moment. And we want to continue providing the members that we have here at Coomera the best value. Growing the partnership with Dynamite obviously been incredible. Yeah, Um, it's awesome. The kids get a lot out of it. We get a lot out of it as coaches as well. So, yeah, working with that and just sort of maintaining that. Who knows, down the line might move into how well we can nourish people in terms of nutrition. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Goes hand in hand. Hand in hand. Yeah. Love it. Well, you can incorporate your three things you just said today. 100%. You move, you nourish, and you breathe. Breathing. Exactly. Love there it. There we go. Well, that's so incredible. Well, it's been so great meeting with you today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Now, you've got a challenge coming up? We do, yes. Give it a plug. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so, our lifestyle challenge starts this Monday. So, we have fitness testing on uh, Saturday, 7 a.m. Yeah. And then we start the lifestyle challenge, pretty much the idea behind it. It's not similar to our summer body challenge, which is all about the yo, look fab in eight weeks before yeah. get yeah. beach ready. Um, this one's more about just encouraging people to quit those bad habits. So, we have members that come up to us that, you know, have smoke a lot of cigarettes, yeah. you know, some of them that, yeah. you know, do recreational drugs on the weekend, yeah. some of them that are drinking too much. So what we do is the Lifestyle Challenge is just designed to give them a coach to help them work through these barriers and try and get them exercising and, and doing as best as I love that, can. a Lifestyle Coach or program. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. So important. I've never heard of no, anything I like that. No, I have not heard think, someone do that take on it. And I, I think, think it's so great yeah. because especially dealing with what we've dealt with this year, like with COVID and yeah. all of that stuff. It's just been so easy if you did have a, totally. a not so and, great and, habit. And that's the thing is people probably have picked up a lot of bad habits mm. that they probably feel really guilty about too mm. because it's not normal you know parent, a lot of people have had to work from and home cope or with like, a lot. you know yeah, yeah cope with new yeah. things i think it's such a great approach so where can people find out more about that so they can head to uh, trainyoufit.com.au mm-hmm. or just on instagram train.ufit amazing uh, get on it people <laughs> obviously our podcast is all about living out your best life what does living out your best life mean to you i think truth being truthful um, to yourself and the person that you're expressing to the world i think sometimes particularly you know these days with social media and how much external factors determine who, what our personality is. I think it's really hard to narrow down on what your inner truth is. And then once you do know what your inner truth is, just being able to represent that on a daily basis. I love that. Just, Same, I'm just, like, preach! <laughs> yeah, being your authentic self and what does that look like? I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, so good and so important for all of our listeners too, you know, just something to reflect on. Yeah. It's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us, Billy. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been great to have a chat with you. It's amazing. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. Cheers, ladies. Thank you.